You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today, we're going to continue our gospel series and the topic is the gospel is universal. Now, this is extremely, extremely, extremely important. So let's get right into it. Now, it's universal and that's what we're focusing on. Why is it universal? Why are we talking about the fact that the gospel is for everybody? Is that not really obvious? Well, I guess it's obvious because people say it's obvious, but do you actually have your reasons from God's word why it is obvious, why it is universal? Because for everything, every underlying thing or religious statement you make, the question is, do you know why you make the statement? Why is it universal? Who said it's universal? Who came up with this stuff anyway? Why am I doing it? If you don't have the answer to these questions, one day you're going to meet somebody who is going to pick something from that same Bible and whip you. I'm talking from live experience. There was a time when I didn't know a lot of things inside that Bible. I knew general things. I knew what my pastor had said. My pastor had told me that, 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 stuff like that. And one day like that, I was feeling very, I don't, I don't, don't get me wrong. I was actually a very, very, very good Christian, very nice Christian. This was in university days. And I mean, I was good. I was good, good, good guy, good guy. Winning souls, doing all those things. Till I met one dude who knew his onions. He was my flatmate, and uh, <laughs> let's just say that I was feeling too good a Christian, so I strolled over to his flat to preach the gospel to him because I knew he was, uh, I don't even know who he was. Then I found out <laughs> in a very, very, very embarrassing manner, this guy took me to town. Apparently, he was, um, what we say, he was a Mormon, a Mormon. He was either a Mormon or a Jehovah Witness kind of guy. And man, that guy took me to town. This guy opened my Bible for me and began to show me verses upon verses upon verses or verse upon verse upon verse. And I mean, I was like, um, um, um. <laughs> the guy said, what about this one? What about that one? And the guy defended the reason for being what he was like or believing what he believed. He defended it. The scriptures that I thought I was holding on to, the guy just showed me, looked at, look, man, my time was done with me. I had to change the topic. I had to say, start talking about business or politics or something like that because I knew I had been whipped. And the guy said, don't feel bad, don't feel bad. It's not your type I debate with. I debate with pastors. I said, oh, oh, my life. Oh, Jesus. As this guy has finished me, I found I had to find a way to escape because the guy was actually a very, very wonderful talkative. <laughs> you get so that's why uh, you see that Peter, I think it was yesterday we spoke about Peter talking about you having a reason for the hope, right? That's First Peter chapter three verse five, fifteen. But sanctify the Lord in your heart and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. There should be a reason. You should have the reason. If you don't have the reason, that is the thought process, the logical whatever like you should have the scriptures that explain themselves this is why i'm doing what i'm doing if you don't have this as a christian eh, you're going to be very very gullible and then the carpet to be swept off your feet one day this is also why uh, many there are many 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 christians in especially the u.s who are departing from the faith in fact i had i heard and saw a study that said about 90 percent who get into the university there 
like 50 to 90 percent or 60 to 90 percent who get there lose their faith that is they genuinely believe the gospel but they get into university and then they meet professors and quote who begin to give them logical reasons why their worldview is nonsense logical reasons logical a lot of them and they make it look as if the bible itself has no logical backing has no like it's us who believe these things we don't have sense things they try to debunk things like the resurrection and all those things because they are trying to sell an idea to you that it is not logical so they come with logic and because people don't know the counter logic they don't understand the basis right as peter he will say they should be, should be ready to give everyone a reason for the you know is it a reason an answer when you don't know that part you go there they will floor you and after a while you too you will logically conclude that what you believe was rubbish now christianity is now what we call like it's like in the rank of santa and all those guys you know like the fairy tooth fairy and all those things myths but it's actually very logical you actually can actually defend it if i had to watch out because that one is going to be coming in the near future where we'll be talking dissecting looking at scripture looking at facts and looking at several things to defend the gospel you will see that it's a very very logical thing to believe the gospel but that's what i'm trying to say i'm saying that everything must have a basis you cannot just come out and say eh this is i believe this okay why do you believe it eh my pastor said so really no like that guy whipped me and flogged me back in the day right thank god for his flogging because i'm so sure that the trauma that occurred with such flogging is part of what contributed to the person i have today that is looking for wisdom looking for knowledge that's growing and growing and growing because man i'm telling you that was a very very deep hit now that was even private to me imagine it was public imagine i came out to say ah i will defend my faith and i was whipped in public man that would have been and imagine they recorded that put on youtube oh my goodness i would have been that guy i don't know if you've ever seen videos of that guy <laughs> that guy i know it's not really funny so definitely you need to know you need to know what you believe you need to know what you believe and so <laughs> this is a very good place to start why is the gospel universal right now before i get into why it's universal right i want to say that the gospel is not that thing that the poor masses in rural areas across the world need alone because for some people in their heads ah the gospel when they the gospel the poor the poor you go to those infested neighborhoods and places where the poor are but the mansion beside you is a no-go area in fact it's a sin or tabloid or whatever taboo to go there ah no how like i'm preaching that one no the poor need the gospel they're poor they're poor they're poor they're poor the poor need the gospel yes please so i didn't say anything else however this thing called the gospel is not like it doesn't look at race it doesn't look at class it doesn't look at wealth it is for everybody it's just like let's just say corona i like corona corona reminds me about the gospel so much i don't know why like it just has some traits you know this corona corona has some gospel traits inside like now look at the people that are dying as a result of it notice that politicians are involved notice that rich people are involved notice that you know influential people are involved notice that celebrities are involved it has no respect for any class any clout or even religion <laughs> well I, let me just say that it's those who know their god or bible says that those who know their god shall be strong and do exploits those who know their god in christianity those who actually know what they have believed and understand how faith works cannot have that nonsense 
you get they can have it but i'm just trying to say that it cuts across everybody that's that's actually how this particular gospel thing is it cuts across every single person every single person no one is exempt no one is too um is it woke or whatever for it you all need it <laughs> and i want to say that it is not even um something that is transferable you can't say because my dad is a, my dad is a christian or a pastor then i'm a christian my life or where you will roast corn and hellfire with your grandfather if he wasn't if that one also made hell too yes if you're not saved that's the truth that's just the truth we're not emotional about these things some people just love being sentimental but it's the truth if you did not believe the gospel for yourself you will go to hell like that's where you will go and there's no apologies for that that's the truth yes so the man in his range rover and ferrari without the gospel is a miserable child of the devil very very miserable honestly he will go to hell because he's not god's child so go you will you open your door for your own child or someone that is not your child ah no although that, that's actually a human example it can never be compared to spiritual examples but that's the truth that's the truth <laughs> i don't know sometimes when i talk on this thing i just feel like i should be on radio <laughs> This should be a radio session so that people can call in and insult me. I'm like, ah, guy, what are you saying? What are you saying? Eh, what are you saying? <laughs> and then we can have a very nice long conversation slash argument. And uh, to be to be heaven, I think to be heaven. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So it's not inherited. It's not like Muslim Buddhist faith or whatever. It is what it is, right? Now, the reason for this, when I come to the reason, is that the problem the gospel solves is a universal problem. It's a problem common to all men. It is not a problem some people have and some people don't. Because in the end, COVID, for example, some people have it, some people don't. So it's not, it cannot be the gospel. <laughs> some people have it, some people don't. You get HIV, some people have it, some people don't, right? Um, gonorrhea, some people have some people don't. Syphilis, chlamydia, uh, which other one? Malaria. Some people have it, some people don't. Right? Yes. So it's not it's not it's not something that um is is private. It's not it's not a club thing. It applies to all men. And this is also why there are some things that are not the gospel by definition. Some things just cannot be the gospel by definition. For example, the gospel cannot be come to Jesus and he'll give you financial rest. Please. There are people that are wealthy without Jesus. In fact, what people can achieve without Christ cannot be the gospel. People ah, look at Uncle Bill. Have you who knows Uncle Bill? I I I I sir, I sir. Uh, Uncle Bill, almost wealthiest man in the world, uh, just right beside Uncle Jeff. Uncle Bill and Uncle Jeff, although they are very wealthy and they are not born again, they have no faith in Christ. But they're wealthy so what are we saying are we saying that <laughs> because look when we're saying these things we have to ask these questions like if you're a logical christian you should ask some questions don't be afraid to ask questions i think sometimes we're afraid to ask certain questions because we cannot find the answers we're not around people that may give us answers and so we're afraid that we don't want to become um atheistic or agnostic right so we don't ask certain questions but the truth is you should ask questions if my neighbor is riding a ferrari has a lamborghini has all those things and he doesn't know jesus and i know jesus right and i don't have those things i mean what are we saying what are we saying jesus is not the only way to make money that, that's the truth that's just the gospel it is just logical it is it is 
It's very logical. Do you understand? Aha, uh-huh. it's not the only way. Okay, how about health issues? Come to Jesus and he will heal you. Can Christ heal you? Yes. But so can doctors. Of course, they can't do it the way Christ would do it because I, I love the way Christ does it without a scar. In fact, ah, I keep on remembering the sword. So people that had cuttings on their bodies, wounds are closed up. And in fact, in many cases, no scar. Some had scars, some did. Like you couldn't even see the scar of of what healed. Yeah. Uh, let me see the doctor do that one. No, that one you're gonna see marks all over your body. In fact, cases for life. You see scars and stitches. But the point is that someone can say, eh, I'm going to go to he- go for healthcare, and I'm going to get my own uh, whatever. In fact, there are even the diabolical people who, in quotes, let me say, in quotes, heal the a semblance of something called like healing. There are all these people that do all these uh, those Eastern mystics or something like that now that sit on nails and all those things levitate and transcend. They also have some form of healing. So we can't of course the one that god provides is the genuine authentic one 100 that will never disappoint you but we cannot say that that is the reason for the gospel that that is what the gospel is come to jesus and he will heal you no that is not the gospel that's not the gospel right come to jesus he will protect you covid is everywhere brothers brethren brothers and sisters the only act is christ come into christ and christ will protect you from covid 19 but still please that doesn't it doesn't make sense <laughs> it doesn't make sense there are things people can do to prevent covid 19 wear the right kind of mask sanitizers and different things stay at home don't come out <laughs> just be inside don't see anybody that's really yourself and you'll be fine i guess do everything orders and then spray a bunch of like i don't know hose down the person who comes to deliver food to you you'll be fine so it cannot be the gospel the gospel is universal everybody needs it right it is the major issue facing man or let me use the word it is the response or answer to the major issue facing man which is actually sin not just the act of sin but the nature of sin in man because sin actually is not just an action it's a nature but that's another topic entirely let's be moving romans 5 verse 12 therefore just as one through one man sin entered the world and death through sin and thus death spread to all men because all have sinned you see that all have what sin all have sin all have sin all have sin all 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 so it includes you you understand yes it includes you plus you plus me plus bill gates it's like i like bill gates so, <laughs> so that's the first thing all right through one man sin so now all have sinned beautiful but then look at how all sinned right uh-huh. it says through just as through one man through one man sin entered the world one man right uh-huh. and it spread on all men because all sinned right or all have gone after the pattern of sin that adam committed which is another topic on its own <laughs> so anyway we have time we have time we have another maybe 20 30 days by god's grace to deal with this topic <laughs> so i say no do something else Oh uh, well, let's see. If you can bribe me, I'll do another topic. <laughs> For now, this is what we're doing. <laughs> okay. So another reason af- now another reason affects everybody is because it came from one person, Adam, and Adam just had to goof everything before deciding to be fruitful and multiply. Like, think about it. It came from Adam. Now, before Adam, like if Adam had started being fruitful, multiplying, and then he had now messed up, maybe we would have had a chance. But no, the dude goofed it just before he met his wife eve and said you know baby come over let me take you to the jungle over and uh, well we know that um, adam 
Oh no, not Adam. Sorry, what's his name? Cain and Abel swung out of that union and uh, full of sin. Yeah. So basically, it's the first man who was the progenitor, who was the prototype, the person that we were all going to pattern after, right? He sinned. He fell into a certain state, and then the kids that were born to him also carried the same nature the same state and that's how it spread and spread and, and that's why we say it's a nature because it passed from person to person to person to person to person right that is part of it though there's another reason but let me let's leave it suspense is very good for ministry <laughs> it allows us to keep on doing series of a series of a series <laughs> all right so that's what happened right now i want us to look at some scriptures that help us understand this um multiplying effect right First Corinthians 15 verse 20. But now is Christ risen from the dead and becomes the first fruit of them that slept. The word first fruit is the word, it comes from the word protocols. It's the same word that prototype comes from. In other words, the first of many, the mold that many will be made into, or the mold many will be made exactly like. That's what it means. Verse 21. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead, talking about what Christ did. But by man, which is Adam, came death. Right? Aha. Uh-huh. Verse 22, as for us in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. So in Adam what all die. In Adam, in Adam, in Adam all die. So another reason that we can see that the gospels for everybody is that everyone came from Adam. In Adam all die. So who you be that you say you don't need the gospel? Didn't you come from Adam? My friend, pack. <laughs> pack here, my friend. You need the gospel. I kneel down. Get saved. Yeah. Because you all came from Adam. So you need it. Don't pretend you don't need it. You came from Adam. Unless you have, maybe you came from an alien race or something, or what they call Nephilim. Even Nephilim, so you can see, trace them. Adam, Adam, Adam. All right? <laughs> and it doesn't stop there. Because through one man, sin entered the world. And what? Death by sin. That was the consequence of man's actions. And that death passed on what? All for what? All have sinned. So everyone is declared sinners. Everyone is declared guilty before God. It's like, you can't get anywhere from there. You are a sinner. Bring the heat. You are a sinner. Right? And that brought death. Physical and spiritual death. So man is doomed to destruction. I mean, the Bible tells us the wages of sin is death. That means the payment for sin is death. You must die. You will die spiritually. You will die physically. That is the payment for your sins. You cannot but pay for your sins. Right? Aha. So, when you now realize this, or these two major reasons we've, we've, we've discussed or so, it's not very funny to see someone say, Christ died to make you rich. Ah, bros, what are you saying? Or, he died to make you safe or he'll heal you now. These are attributes of your spirit. These are possibilities in your spirit. Your spirit is capable of anything. So, when you come to Christ, yes, there is safety, there is healing and everything, but that is not what he died for. He died for your sins first corinthians 15 verse 3 for i deliver unto you the order which i received now that how that christ died for our sins according to the scriptures verse 8 but okay romans 5 verse 8 but god commends his love towards us in that while we are sinners christ what died for us what he died for sin is what he died for right sin is the issue sin is the problem everybody is a sinner everyone is declared guilty a sinner and so that is why the solution is for everybody. If everybody had HIV, 
or one virus. If everybody, let's just say everybody had the corona for some reason, we all woke up and God forbid, God forbid, party, God forbid, party. But let's just say everybody woke up and that's the corona. <laughs> you know, everybody's behind and everything. And I mean, hey, everybody now has it. Kai, oh boy. Then all of a sudden, someone says, I have the cure. I actually know what to do. I have the cure. Guess what? I mean, do you think that it's only some people that will be other guy's doorstep? No. Politicians be other guy's doorstep. Billionaires be other guy. In fact, billionaires be like, you know what? Can we fly you out? Can we fly you in my private yacht, in my private jet, in my private everything? I mean, everybody, because everybody needs the cure. So every man is a sinner. The only thing is that because uh, when it comes to COVID, everyone is feeling it and it's affecting them. But people don't understand how this is affecting them because the effects are not usually seen like they have seen physically, but people are ignorant of the effects of sin. They are ignorant of death effects on them. They are very ignorant of, of, of those things. Or they, they, what's the word? They don't want to acknowledge what the Bible says and they form all these crazy theories. And so it doesn't make sense. And that's why you see a man who has made millions or made billions in his private and he just feels he's made i don't need jesus i don't know all those things till the guy dies i think the funniest although it's a kind of um sad it's the saddest expression but i think one of the funniest moments would be the time when it is actually dies and realize that there's a hell it's actually going to be very funny but it's, it's actually very sad at the same time because i mean dude you denied this thing your entire life you now find out that oh my guy you actually needed this thing all right now, God sets a solution. The sin is the issue. God makes a solution, right? He creates an antidote for it. And the antidote is that the punishment or the consequence of our sin, which is death, he will now come and take upon himself. That is actually the antidote, right? So, as a result of that, if he punished his son, if God punishes his own son, if God comes as Jesus and dies then that means we're free to go just like that we can't pay for the same thing twice and that's just the principle of the gospel so uh verse john chapter 2 verse 2 tells us my dear children i write this to you that you will not sin but if anyone does sin he has an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous one he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not just ours but also the sins of the whole world so i see that christ died for the sins of the whole world he is that go-between and that comes between the wrath you get, the, the wrath that's supposed to come on man and <laughs> and God's love. How am I going to put that? No, that, that didn't sound right. He is that you, you get, like the wrath is supposed to come on man and he's the one that comes and takes that wrath and then he dies. The punishment is put on him, right? The consequence of our sins is put on him and because of that we are free to go. God is the righteous judge who comes and dies for our sins. Amazing. 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 And that is the message that everybody needs to hear. Your sins have been paid for, my guy. Your sins have been paid for. Right? Yes. Forgiveness of sins is for everybody. Everybody needs it. Period. So the question is, are you saved? (laughs) Is your neighbor saved? Is a rich person in your compound or let me use the word your let's say just say compound <laughs> in your street is he saved if they are not saved they need to hear the gospel from you from me i think with this i can rest my case
glory to jesus <laughs> all right so with that we come to the end of today's episode i believe you've been blessed i believe you now have more concrete reasons why the gospel is universal okay all right now announcements so as usual every morning by 6 a.m we are praying on the mixlr app mixlr download from the play store the app store and follow us young ecclesia nation on the app every morning 6 a.m wake yourself up and join us and to do so much for your spiritual life glory to god all right god bless you guys have a wonderful day bye-bye If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram, that's pst.sien, pst.essien. See you there.